That's incredible. I, I, I can't wrap my head around what, what people in other countries must must think of us like. Just these two <laughs> fucking cranky OLEDs from Ireland. like. Yeah, well, there's probably a simple explanation that there's another cranky lad from Ireland listening in Saudi Arabia. This is Straight Talking Mental Health and you're very welcome along to the weekly podcast where we just cut the bullshit and tackle the problems associated with mental health head on to say the least. I'm Peter Dunn and I'm not really qualified to talk about all this but thankfully this man is and his name is... Alan Clark. Callan Clark? <laughs> that sounded like Alan Clark. Sorry, I cleared my throat. I wasn't projecting. It's been a while since I did any acting. I need to project. Yeah, it's, it's bad enough you spelled your name with two L's, but to spell it with a fucking K. That's me fucking. Come man. on. <laughs> That's me, mammy. So, come here, let's help break the stigma around mental health and educate ourselves about it. And that's what we want to do here. And we may talk a little bit of shite along the way. And uh, we should change this bit to actually um, shite talk mental health. What do you think? <laughs> actually, I was going to suggest that as an episode yeah, straight talk and shite talk, where we don't yeah. cover a topic, we just. We just chat. Shy talk. We could do yeah. we could do for this one. Out of pure laziness. <laughs> <laughs> I've done all my fucking research today. I had no lunch break today, ah, man. Keep so. it till next week. You'll be grand. You'll be grand. You'll remember it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but anyway, speaking of today, we're going mm. to be covering self-harm. So why people self-harm, how we can recognize it in our friends and family and how we can stop it and more. But first... We were talking about um, Tell Them Thanks last week and uh, we got a few thanks of our own actually sent in and uh, I'll get to them in a sec. But uh, I I actually, speaking of thanks, I discovered a notification on my phone the other day on Twitter and uh, do you know Speech? A.K.A. Speech from Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He liked one of my tweets. No way. Yeah, I swear to God. It was cool. Imagine telling fucking 15 year old Peter that. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> United might not have fucking won, but at least you got, at least you would have known about speech from fucking Arrested Development. That would have cheered me up for two minutes. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? There you go. Big yeah. time, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. What a what a classic hip. What, what was the tweet about Arrested um, Development? I presume. Well, look, it, it was it was a tweet from over four years ago, but I'll take that. <laughs> you know, I'll take that. He only found it today. <laughs> no, he only liked it there the other day. All oh, right, yeah. oh, he's fucking googling himself, is he? Yeah, fair play, speech. He's following the. Um, the Arrested Development uh, hashtag, I presume, um, which the I'm TV sure show. would get very confusing <laughs> with the TV show, yeah. I love but, the TV um, show. Did you watch the TV show? I... Did I watch it? Did I see... I've seen a few episodes of it. You've yeah, seen yeah, nothing. You've did. done nothing. No, you listen I've seen, I seen a few episodes of it. <laughs> and uh, I think... Did I see it up to the second series or something like that? Um, yeah, something like that. But no, it was, uh, it was a tweet about um, the, the show I used to do on RT2XM years ago and uh, just saying what music I'm going to play and it just had hashtag mm. Arrested Development because mm. as you know we got to play that classic Arrested Development track Everyday Tennessee. People and, Tennessee uh, man see you're too fucking young man you're too young this is what happens when you're a fucking nipper what? Tennessee Tennessee was a big Arrested Development before fucking Everyday People really wasn't it? yeah yeah that's, that's, that was the big one that made their name and then Everyday People kind of brought them into the brought them into the spotlight mm. It starts off with the uh, as a sample of Prince to to Tennessee, whatever song that is. Oh, Tennessee. Yeah. All right, because uh, everyday people samples cooling the gang. People every Mm. day. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. What a tune. What a tune. Yeah. Anyway, he liked uh, he liked one of my tweets. And I was like, and I checked his own speech. Like, that's him. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit fucking him. bit late to the party, but good to oh, have no, you along all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um I uh, yeah, completely bloody forgot about it. Four years ago, throw away thing, but there you go. Now some beef over there. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't hear classic drums like that. Some no beat, no. some beat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Some beat, some buzz in your phone there, dude. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Messages coming in, queer popular, you know. Jay Z's on to me again. Again, you didn't sort out a. You told me to tell you to fuck off. I'll tell him to piss off. Fucking hanging. Nah, tell him. Tell him. Tell him. Nas is going to bite a muffler instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheaper. Um, but uh, yeah. So last week we were doing um, hashtag tell them, tell them thanks. thanks. Hashtag tell them. And uh, of course you had um, you gotten in touch with the two Johnnies. And they read out your letter, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, we'll I, Dermot Kennedy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Dermot yeah. Kennedy. Did he get back to you? No. He's in Jamaica uh, now at the moment, you know. That's that? right, I've seen yeah. that, recording, or writing a new album, or recording a new album. Or Who needs to go to Jamaica to write an album? You could do it in Dublin, would you stop? Yeah, look, man. Ridiculous. When you fucking got that kind of money, <laughs> I do it. <laughs> no I'd money in music in Ireland. Yeah. You need to get well, out of here. not when you're well. not fucking gigging. I was in Jamaica before, never tell you that. Were you? Jamaica's a lovely spot. You get around, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark horse, boy. Dark horse. Um, <laughs> it's funny, the Jamaicans have a real kind of Irish sense of humour. Mm-hmm. Presume it kind of comes from mm-hmm. the British years ago, but um, <laughs> it's funny, you know, they have the kind of self-deprecating sense mm-hmm. of humour and mm-hmm. where they rip the piss out of themselves, they rip the piss out of you, you know what I mean? But it's just yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. lovely Don't spot. Bother. It's unfortunately you can see the divide, you can see the poverty down below, yeah, and you can see yeah. the money up high in the hills, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a uh, but a uh, really lovely place. I'd love to go back. Um, but What's that uh, place in the Caribbean that has the uh, big fucking Irish? Contingent where a lot of people from was a Cork or something went over there. So there's there's all these um, Grand Cayman, is it? Is that what it is? Could be Grand Cayman. They all got like fucking Irish names and all this sort of stuff. So it's a mad place. Yeah. yeah, I was in Grand Cayman as well. That's lovely. I'd live there. <laughs> I would live there. There's zero crime. You know, it's just like the ideal place to live. That's because all yeah. the money isn't it? As in yeah. Cayman Islands, fucking yeah. stash of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, a lot of money over there. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So I thought. You now, don't get me wrong. I wasn't over there to hide a bundle of money by any means because I don't have a fucking bundle. <laughs> of money all these fucking travels, man. There's money well, coming from somewhere. This is somebody hiding money from me. Which, <laughs> the government revenue. If you're fucking listening, um, <laughs> don't pay out the revenue, man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> No, I, do, I don't do my taxes. Lord, does that. <laughs> I do, so shut the fuck up. I <laughs> <laughs> have to do my fucking returns, actually. No, you're just reminding me. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I had, to, I had to think about it. Tell them thanks. Mm. And, you know, we were thinking, oh, look, you know, athlete, musician, mm. uh, you know, somebody on TV, somebody on radio or whatever, you know, and I thought, had to think about it. And... One of the things I absolutely love and I'm a big fan of, and I said it to you before, is uh, Ross Carl Kelly. Oh, that's a good yeah. go with the script. Um, no, I had to think about it. And um, I said it to you before, yeah, Ross Carl Kelly. He's uh, he's absolutely brilliant. And you never read any of the books. No. And no. you know what annoys me? Do you know when you know somebody would love something? 
I know for a fact you would fucking love it. I know for a fact you I would, get that you would lot, be hooked man. I on get that lot. No, and I know for a fact. I get clients coming in and like, oh, I watched this film the other night and I thought of you, you'd love it. it. <laughs> no. But um, I'm a big fan of them because uh, there are a few Christmases ago, uh, Laura got me um, as like a stocking filler. It was uh, Russell Carroll Kelly's Operation Transformation, the book. <laughs> and uh, I never read it before in my life. And she said, um, oh, you you read Russell Carroll Kelly, don't you? I was like, uh, no, kind but of? I don't want to disappoint you, you know. And she said, oh, sorry, no, I'll, I'll get you another one or bring it back. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I'll read it, I'll read it. Yeah. I read it and it was a page into it. And I was in floods of tears laughing at it. It's oh, fucking it brilliant. And it actually, like... I'm always reading something, but it tends to be like football or autobiographies or something. Mm, mm, mm. And I kind of branched off into this. And I always read before I go to sleep. Yeah, me too. And the two of us would. But it got to the point that she was on the verge of banning me from reading Russell Carroll Kelly. were laughing. Because I was laughing too much. I was annoying her. (laughs) I was waking the kids. All that. I'm telling you, there was times where tears would be just trickling down my face (laughs) laughing. And that never happens to me reading the yeah, book. Yeah. But it's I, yeah. I read that book and that was like the seventeenth in the series. And I said, fuck, fuck it, I have to go back to the mm. very first novel. And that was um uh The Miseducation of Russell Carl Kelly mm. from ninety mm. ninety eight or ninety nine. I read that. that brilliant. Wow. Got the next one. Absolutely brilliant. So now since I've I'm say about a hundred pages away for being back up to Operation Transformation to read it again. Actually, the book's over there. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to read that again and then I'm going to follow on with the rest of them. But it's just brilliant. I, I absolutely love the Russell Carl Kelly stuff. So I said I would tweet um, uh, Paul Howard. He's the creator and the writer of Russell Carl Kelly. Uh, former uh, sports journalist. Absolute brilliant. Brilliant, like comedy genius, mm. and you don't say comedy genius lightly. Mm. In fairness, I should fucking hope not, man. Have some so respect. <laughs> I tweeted him and I said, "Hands down, at Ross O.C.K. is the best series of novels ever. Please pick one up and read it if you've never done before, and you'll be hooked like me, and you'll have to start from the beginning. It never fails to make me laugh uncontrollably. Thank you so much, A.K.A. Paul Howard." And he got straight back to me and he said, "Thanks, Peter." And there was another reply underneath saying, Russell Carl Kelly should be leaving cert honours paper. Uh, another guy who <laughs> tweeted say, totally agree. He exchanges between Ross and Garrett uh, character uh, on pages in the latest book. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And Paul Howard had replied to him to say thank you. And yeah. loads of people had liked it. And I just, I felt good because I told good somebody one. I love their work. And I do, yeah. I absolutely love their work. And I don't think, and we said it before here, you never realise the impact you make in other people's lives because we don't mm. tell people enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can buy a book for a fiver, but, and it's all well and good when you're looking at it and the publisher passes you on a cheque and you get, I don't know, 125 of that or something. <laughs> but somebody comes up and says, thank you. I absolutely mm-hmm. love the work you do. You know, it makes a, yeah, yeah. a big, big difference, I think, anyways. So yeah, uh, yeah. that was my hashtag. Tell them to hear us, yeah. Look, it didn't have to be. It didn't have to be anybody famous or no anybody who's involved in anything that's uh, public life or anything like that. As we said, it could mm. be the guy who cuts the grass, the lollipop lady, anybody. <coughs> mm. Tell them thanks. You know. Mm. So uh, that was my tell them thanks for this week. Did you do one? I did. 
Oh, good I did man. one today. Brilliant. <laughs> I did one today. I was like, oh, fuck, I better, I better do something because um, <laughs> we're recording tonight. I've done Dermagenity and I've done the two Johnny, so I've done, I've done my share. Good. But, um, on, last week's, on last week's episode, we did the, uh, I played that little clip from the, the 80s version of WAP. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the guy is called uh, Jay Diggs. So I sent him, sent him a tweet today. I said, hey, man, we have a new campaign of hashtag tell them thanks where we want to thank someone for what they do. Just wanted to say thanks for the funk. Big smiles off WAP. We featured it on our podcast. Brilliant. So, nice one. Yeah. Just to say thanks. Yep. Doesn't matter if you replies or not. Just Doesn't being, matter. Just being sound. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so there you go. So tell them thanks. So if anybody out there wants to use the hashtag, tell them thanks. Uh, mm. Let us know. Let us know if you do it. And uh, it could make a big, big difference in, in somebody else's life. You know what I mean? Just yeah. that little, that little thanks. Um, and and speaking smiles, of you, you mentioned a couple of feet. There you go. Oh man, what a segue! I was I'm telling you, there, wasn't I'm he? telling you, I'm ready to pounce. I'm shit. ready to pounce. That's dude. fucking tuned. <laughs> you're learning. In there, you're learning from me. You're yeah, learning. Yeah. That's me, bollocks. <laughs> so know what I learned? I learned how to be on time. That's something you could fucking learn. <laughs> I would like to be on time. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if I was on time? <laughs> it would be fucking nice if you were on time. <laughs> I know fucking Mullingar is like some whole other fucking planet. <laughs> You know, but uh, obviously you exist in a multiverse somewhere where yeah. um, time is relative and one second equals 20 minutes. <laughs> Be with you there now, one second, dude. No bother. Yep. 20 minutes later. It's Mullingar time. I'm sitting time. here in front of the laptop going, just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for the link. <laughs> just waiting on the call. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. God. <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> Um, I, I set you up there. Tell us. I want to give a shit, big shout out to uh, to John. Give a shit. <laughs> I want to. I want to give a shit out to uh, mm-hmm. on our shit talking podcast. Uh, no, I want to give a big shout out to John who got in touch with us on Facebook, and he mm-hmm. said, um, "I just wanted to say your cast on depression therapy and CBT were amazing." Um, I wish looking back, podcasts like this were available 20 plus years ago when I first experienced mental health issues. So much stigma attached attached to issues around mental health then uh, there still is but at least more people are talking about it and best build up to discuss cbt i've ever heard so uh thanks very much for that john that was absolutely mm. fantastic yeah. to hear that and we, we uh, questioned that didn't we we questioned that the best build up was it because we were having the crack or was it <laughs> was it something else yeah i do i i, I, I think it was because i think crack. yeah hopefully it that was, was a good episode i enjoyed i enjoyed i did yeah, yeah 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 sometimes you walk away from episodes and you go yeah i enjoy that others you walk yeah. away from and you go uh, but then again, other people will come up to you and say, "No, I I really like that." Yeah, yeah. You know I what I mean? If, yeah, we were having fun. I think, and I think that carries true because none of this is scripted. None of it is pre-planned. It's just all <laughs> spontaneous. As, and people are going, as, as "No I'm fucking, sure no fucking tell. shit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know what I mean? That fucking that you don't prepare that shit. Well, I am absolutely fucking shocked. There you go. Um... <laughs> No, but we don't. I, th- I think I think people should know that. There's no plan. I, you don't give me the questions beforehand. No. And we decided on that. We don't do questions yeah, beforehand yeah, because there's no yeah, point in, yeah. like, queuing you up like they do on, like, national radio and stuff. They queue mm-hmm. up politicians mm-hmm. and they queue up um, yeah, yeah. people that kind of come back and go, oh, yeah, well, um, an actual fact in the national strategic plan, as you know, on page 14. Oh, mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah. you just want somebody to just kind of... Um, I'd nail somebody. So that's what I want. I want to just fucking <laughs> nail you to the cross, motherfucker. Uh, my questions. Just in general, I was like, oh, Peter. <laughs> after, all, after all this time. <laughs> Let's turn off. Well, I've been single quite a while. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, mm. So a big, big shout out to John anyway for, you know, that was his sort of tell them thanks. Did you see the other one? We had one from Michael. Uh, yeah, Michael and Carrick Fergus. Have you got that one there? Northern yeah, Ireland, yeah, yeah. I have this one here. Um, he just wanted to say what a what a great podcast. Um, just about to pack in my career with the army of 12 years and go to study to be a wow. mental health nurse in university. That's absolutely amazing. I would so, frying pan into the fire, Michael. There you go. Brilliant. Um, he said, I just want to reach out and say, I'm loving your podcast. and great to see two lads normalizing all these issues and straight talking. It's informative and inspiring. So there you go. Thanks to Miller for that, Michael. That's absolutely mm. fantastic. And um, we got another one on Twitter, on the Twitter. Hi. Twitter? Twitter, hi. Uh, who is this? This was, uh, this was earlier today. This is from uh, Ken. Uh, Ken Rushworth is his name. And he tweeted us to say, listen to Straight Talking Pod podcast on loneliness definitely good to hear even as a cat person no <laughs> we were slagging off cats weren't we do you know what here's the fucking here's the random thing right i had a client this evening and she says uh oh i started listening to your podcast oh very i was good. like all oh, right so what, what are you listening? oh i was listening to the first three there i've been listening to them and she's like um oh and you mentioned on it uh you never you don't see a man walking a cat and she was telling me about some guy that walks his cat I was like, we just got a tweet from some guy. I said, was that on that episode? I said, like, because we just got a tweet from someone today saying, even if you're a cat person. I was like, oh, that must be most of what he was on about. <laughs> that's unreal. Like, what, are, what are the chances? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, that's what he was on about. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks anyway, Ken. Yeah. Uh, that's brilliant. Like that, That's yeah. great to hear. And I suppose that's, that's part good. of what we were talking about with hashtag tell them thanks. Tell them thanks. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's... Um, it's good I, feedback. I for yeah. me, the interesting thing was that, uh, you know, it's the great thing about podcasts is that those old episodes are still there. Yep. It's not like a radio show. You you listen, you miss it, tough shit. You know, that they're there. You can search for them and, and, they'll, and they'll be there and people can go back and go, oh, what's this? And, you know, you don't always get people on the newest episode. People find us from the old ones. And To be honest with you, there's been plenty of podcasts where I'd hear the latest one. I go, I better go back to the start mm, or I'll mm. grab the middle one or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm. Um yeah, that's it. And th- look, that's the beauty part with these. You can just hop from topic to topic and just kind of pick and choose whatever one you, you mm. listen to because it's, it's not a case you have to listen every week. Be nice. Be nice if you listen every week. You, you know, miss something. There's always you're an awful lot of shit, but you'll always get something. <laughs> you <laughs> will, yeah. We, we leave you with yeah, something. Jeez, yeah. we're not that bad, yeah. I hope. Even if it's just to go, oh, for fuck's sake, is he still on about that? <laughs> <gasps> Seg, smiles and riles, go for it. Smiles. All right. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> we're on fire accidentally. But, uh, that, tonight. ladies and gentlemen, is a segue. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, so the other thing was uh, our smiles and riles. What um, makes you smile and what pisses which, which you, you off? First? Which one first? Oh... Give me a rile and we'll land on a smile. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Oh, this one, this one's going to get me. This one's fucking gets me riled. Friday, I went down to mm. Tesco's with James. Picked James up from school. Walking into Tesco's, there was a car in front of me and the parent and child space was free. And this, I followed this one to Hogan in. She was driving slow and I was stuck behind this one. I'm like, will you come on for fuck's sake and just pick a space? So, of course, she drives the whole way in, drives, drives straight into the parent and child space. I was like, fuck it anyway. So I had to, Go off and park somewhere else with James. Mm-hmm. So we're getting out of the car. We're walking up. James is coming in behind our car, and she nearly walks into him. He was he was behind he was behind the car. She was coming from we'll say the driver's side, and she was walking mm. to the walking to the boot of her car. She nearly walked into him, and she started throwing a fucking hissy fit. Oh, oh. and I looked. There was no fit. kids in the car. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I said, well, actually, that's a parent and child space. And she's like, well, and how do you know? How do you know I don't have child? I said, because I can see into your car. <laughs> 
but, but you don't know. I said, well, is the child invisible? And, I, and she starts doing this face at me. I'm like, I said, seriously, just have some fucking consideration, will you? And yeah. then I just walked off. But oh, I was just, but that pisses me off. People parking in the parent and child spaces. Parent and child, yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. disabled spaces. Yeah. I, had a, I had a girlfriend before who, who uh, required a wheelchair at times. And, you know, you get people just parking in the spaces. Like, those spaces aren't there just because fucking people are lazy. Those spaces are there because people need the space to get a child into the car seat. Mm. If you're tight up against another space, someone's door is getting fucking dinged. <laughs> Someone's getting scratched when you're trying to squeeze a child in a car seat into yeah. into a tight space. Likewise mm. with a with a with a wheelchair into a car. So just don't be a fucking dickhead. You know, if you yeah. don't have children, don't park in a space. If you're not disabled, don't park in a space. Yeah. And then I was thinking, I wonder if she on her podcast going, and then this fucking arsehole got onto me because I parked in a parent and child space and he fucking decided to get onto me. <laughs> well, I hope you are on your fucking podcast, missus, because you're a fucking lazy cow. You should have fucking just parked normal. We should get her on next week as a guest. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything until she started getting on to James when she nearly walked into him. I was like, yeah, yeah. Fuck you now. Mm. Now, now you're going to have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that that fucking boils my blood as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, they're they're there because yeah, you, you need a buffer zone either side yeah. of the doors to open the doors yeah. or whatever. Some well, of these impaired mobility you, or whatever. Yeah, the the other thing is that if you get a if you get a parent that has, you know, a trolley load of shopping, we'll say. And they've got a baby. They're faced with two choices. You leave, you put the baby in the car, meaning you have to fucking leave the baby there to go off with the trolley. Or you keep the baby in the trolley with you, bring it and walk it. And mm-hmm. if it's fucking pissing rain, you've got a kid out. You know. Just yeah. Oh, I've be been there. Like. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you know what pissed me off as well when you're in like uh, Liffey Valley or something or Blanche? at Christmas time when there's like no oh, park is basically found and you're stuck behind a car and they're creeping along and creeping mm. and looking for a parking <laughs> space and next of all they start following somebody who's coming out of mm. the the shopping centre and they're waiting behind them blocking everybody waiting behind them <laughs> and they get into their car and load their shopping and everything and you're going would you fucking come on just keep mm. driving mm. will you yeah you yeah, know, yeah let it go keep, let it yeah. go just find another one Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. Do you know what? We are cranky bastards. We are cranky old fuckers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The, the, other, the other thing that got me riled, I was about to be teaching a workshop on Friday up in mm. Dublin. I teach uh, old acting acting tutor of mine, David Scott, has a full-time um, acting course. And I normally go in there uh, once once a quarter and I give, I give a talk on different kind of psychological uh, things that, actors can use to give their, their give their character a bit more depth a bit more oh, cool. honesty and stuff like mm. that and uh, it's always great and you know the actors always have loads of questions and it's always hugely entertaining and I, re- I really enjoy it so I was supposed to go in there then uh, on Friday I said okay I'll drop I'll drop James to school I'll in there Friday morning I'm going to be in Dublin fuck it I'm going to make a day of it I'll book the parking teach the class teach the workshop I go to the National Gallery have a bit of lunch Went to Temple Bar, you got the different photography places in there, and then they got fucking locked down. Yeah, yeah. I was like, for fuck's sake, <laughs> Dublin just are fucking riddled up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit of a balls or even your you can't make plans. Like, I booked no, a hotel for a bank holiday weekend in Galway, but the, the first fuck? thing you're looking for is cancellation policy. 
Yeah, yeah. If numbers yeah, are high, you mightn't necessarily yeah, yeah. be on lockdown. They mightn't be, but if numbers are high, you'd be on. Ah, fuck it, I'll, mm. I'll leave it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you can't, yeah, yeah. you can't plan anything. No, you know, shit, man. It's fucking um, shit. Staycation. It's not fucking good if you can't go anywhere. Mm. Get money in the country. Can't yeah. even fucking go anywhere to spend it. <laughs> I'd like to give you some money. I can't fucking spend it anywhere. Yeah, the uncertainty of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. It's not anxiety. anxiety Flaring up again. Do many you know, people present it now with more anxiety or... No, nah, I think it's more fucking anger. I think people are getting very pissed off. And I think mm. a, a large part of it is the fucking mixed messages. As it's always been like. Mm. You know, you, you can't sit in a restaurant, but boys can go out there playing ga, fucking sweating and fucking breathing on each other. And that's grand, but just, they're only allowed X amount of people in the stands when the fucking place holds 5,000. Mm. You're only allowed 200 or something and that's gone and... So yeah, where's the fucking sense in it? Like? Yeah, there's no, there's just a just, walking contradiction. That's, that's all. That and is, I think right? that's the problem. And I think that's what a lot of people are suffering with is just that. For fuck's sake, make up your mind. Like, yeah, you know, like I, I've, you know, and I know I've, I've clients of teachers and I've, you know, different things and you know the the kids are in their pods in school, but then they're all allowed to play with each other around the yard. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, where's the fucking? How yeah, that make yeah, sense? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's it. It's it's not about eliminating and it's about trying to minimise it, I suppose. But yeah. it's still there's an awful lot of nonsense knocking around, you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, give me a smile. Give me a smile. I got another royal. Only oh, a quick no, one. Walk, walking home from work last night. I was pissing around. Netflix or something. Sherlock, let me know when you're finished, won't you? That's me bollocks. Fuck off. Don't you diminish. Don't you fucking. Don't you diminish my my pain. <laughs> no, no. I'll hear it later on. It's fine. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking home in the lashing rain last night holding me runner <laughs> oh balls wet sock yeah, me. one of me fucking one of me pairs of Adidas all stars oh, I'm shit. still a fucking 90s hip hop kid man I still yeah, got yeah. the shell to Adidas fucking hole in it I was like no balls I think I've, I think of five pairs of all stars two are gardening ones wow <laughs> me blue ones you, you relegate your clothes as well yeah. you know you're going through your wardrobe and you're going oh Gardening, they'll yeah. do me for painting, the they'll do me for the garden. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You kind of <laughs> gradually demote everything down to yeah, like, yeah. Nah, they, these ones have a hole in them now, so they're gone. But look, yeah. I got fucking like people. I say people see me, and I'm just like, I've got these got these runners on. It's like, but they're me walking, I've got me work shoes. I keep, I have a couple of pairs of shoes down the office that are for working. These are just me walking runners. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Do you not have walking flip flops and like going out flip flops? Oh, I've got me garden flip flops and me garden going out flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, what can I say? <laughs> speaking of runners, really actually, I was watching yeah. um, um, The Last Dance the other night. Oh, and I was yeah, on like yeah. episode four or five. And for the last 15 minutes of it, I said, fuck this. And I had to Pair Google Jordans. Air Jordans. Yeah. Oh, yes, <laughs> man. There I am. I'm fucking shopping online going, Air Jordans, come on, give me a fucking pair of Air Jordans. Yeah, they're like 150 quid or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably, probably spend the money on them already, but... Treat fuck it, they're worth it. They're here, Jordan. Yeah, I mean, everyone could afford them when man. he was Can't fucking... Can't put a price on nostalgia. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah, I can afford them now. Fuck it, I'll go. I'll treat myself. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Treat oh, yourself. Amazing. See, my problem is I need someone to come along and go, stop fucking treating yourself. <laughs> no, you do <laughs> You're not. too fucking fond of spending things and treating yourself. Stop treating yourself. That's what I need. <laughs> That's what the bank are going to say to you someday. <laughs> Stop drinking yourself, motherfucker. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm worth it. 
I'm worth it. <laughs> no, I've seen your statements. You're not, actually. <laughs> You're not fucking worth that much, motherfucker. <laughs> there me Ryan's. There me Ryan's. Right, give me a smile. Do you want me smiles or do you want yeah. to do your Ryan's? No, no, give me a, give me a smile. Give me smiles. Um, what do what, what I have? Oh yeah, in work, in work this week. Yeah, a couple, couple, of, couple of things in work. I had one client that was coming off the back of a hugely, hugely traumatic uh, childhood. Um, multiple different, separate cases of trauma in childhood. And she's, and she's doing great, like she made great progress. And I was wow. like, you know, she's feeling good. And it's like, ah, this, this, is the, this is the kind of rewarding part when you get, when yeah. you get something like that, like, you know. Mm. So that, that made me smile. And then... Another another client start recently. Obviously, I can't get into can't get into details of mm-hmm. it, but it's it's kind of the privileged position in this job of uh, person was involved uh, in a fairly significant historical event. Um, there was a film made about it and everything, and just hearing the backside of information, you know, and you're like, "Fucking hell!" Like this is this was such a this is such a huge thing, and you're getting this firsthand. Wow. And I was like, Jesus, where you wouldn't, where else would you get this? Like, okay. you know, and it's, so it was just, just made me realize that, that, that the privileged position that, that the job can be sometimes mm. as yeah. much as it is to hear anyone's story. But when you hear something from something so well known and such a historical event, it's just like, wow, no one else has heard this. You know, this, this mm. sounds like fucking hell. This is, this is incredible. Like, so right. uh, just recognizing the privileged position of, of the change and, um, and what you what you get to hear then as well. Is that it something one, you'll ever be able to talk about, or will you always have to keep that to yourself? Yeah, you can have to keep it to yourself. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like you no know, very intimate details about people. You know, things people no one else knows, and you know, I can't. I don't tell anyone. Yeah. You never uh, think that when you're studying for hours on end that you might be uh, privileged to that kind of information. No, no, no. You know? I've had I've had people that have, you know, been children of famous musicians and stuff like that. And you know, you get people from I get people from all walks of life. Mm, yeah, pilots, models, doctors, nurses, teachers, mm. unemployed, drug addicts. Every walk of society. Mm. Everybody walks suffers. In that door. Everybody suffers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. 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 mm. so that's the privilege of the job. Yeah. Um, so another another smile then. So there's a new new place in Clare Town called Firecastle on the side of ours. Really really cool place. It's like this um, kind of fancy kind of deli with mm. and grocers. You know, you get fucking quinoa with your with your roll. I love quinoa. <laughs> Fierce notions. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah. I was like fucking buying quinoa and fucking Claire. obviously I wasn't because I don't need that shit. But do you know what I'm saying? I can't well. eat that stuff, man. It's just, it's just like rice. Yeah, well, it's not right. Yeah, same as mm. kind of hummus kind of thing. Yeah, mm, I love hummus. Um, yeah. but so it's a new shop. It's just nice to see in the town. You know, they've, they've changed the market square in Kildare Town. It's all pedestrianised. Mm-hmm. Taking out all the parking. Um, I was sitting in there on Thursday. Went up for a bit of lunch. I was sitting there going, you know, you can buy all your fancy olive oils and all the fresh bread, and it's a really nice place. Like I was like, this is lovely. It's like it's like something off Grafton Street. Mm, you know? Yeah, uh, and the price is equally so as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But I was sitting there going, this is lovely. And then I looked out and the market was on in Kildare. 
And I was just like, oh, we're in fucking Galair. The market's on and they're selling secondhand shite right outside. Like, <laughs> like that, that kind of fucking burst me bubble. <laughs> Both sides of the tracks, really, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I went back in there today, obviously, because I, I, I had to research this this episode and I wouldn't have time to go home and make dinner or make lunch. So I said, I'll go back up there. I'll sit there and I'll, and I'll work. So I was waiting in the queue and there was a, a woman ahead of me and she had her she had her son with her. And we were waiting for the food. We were waiting five or ten minutes at that point. Mm-hmm. And uh, the young lad turns around and oh, I need to go to the toilet. And she's like, not now. She was next in queue. And she's like, do you really need to go now? He's like, like I really need to go yeah, now. I was like, oh, to. no. Yeah, <laughs> typical. <laughs> so he, he, they went anyway and they came back and I was just about to get served. And there was a woman behind me then as well. And and I was like, no, no, go on. He said, go on, go ahead, go ahead. She's like, you sure, you sure? I was like, yeah, you know, go on. Yeah. You, you were in the line there. And you're one, you're one by him. He goes, yeah, we've all been there. She says, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, go on. You, you go ahead. So let, let it go ahead anyway. It was really nice. She said. She said to the. She said to the kids, "Go, oh, send, say thanks to the man now." And he went, "Thanks." And I just, I gave him the thumbs up. And brilliant. Yeah, he, he could, it's a lovely he could do the thumbs up. So he, he went like yeah. this. <laughs> he put like the finger up. Like he, he can't do. He can't do thumbs up. So like, hey. I gave, gave him a little fist bump. And brilliant. It was nice. You know, she she recognised yeah. him. Oh, yeah, you know, say thanks. I was just like, oh, good woman. You know, teaching teaching to get a bit of manners. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's nice. So, um, it's not. It's nice to have yeah. a little moment like that when somebody goes, "No, go on," or you yeah, know, yeah, hop yeah. in there, or even yeah, when you're in Aldi or Little. See another mention of Aldi or whatever. Yeah. You know, when you're you've the shopping and you've somebody with a basket and you say, mm. "Do you want to skip in there?" Oh no, no, go on, go on, go on. Oh, yeah, thanks yeah, very yeah. much. You know, and it's nice when that kind of comes around to you yeah. as well. You the know opposite I mean? of that gets me pissed off when someone has a full fucking trolley. Yeah. And they won't go, oh, so you go ahead yeah. there, you've only three items in your hand. Like, yeah, you, know, you stand there with a pack of Tic Tacs or something on it, like, <laughs> yeah. fucking seriously, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, so that so that made me smiling today. Mm. And this this thing that they're doing in Kildare, it's really fucking cool, man. You know, they've, uh, they're changing the market square, there's these events going on, there's a new, new business, and they've got these posters up now. I stuck one up on the social media today, different quotes that, from yeah, books yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, they're mm. really cool, like, it's just yeah. like, oh, that's really, that's really nice. Nice yeah, little touch, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then then last week, so in preparation for the fucking workshop I was supposed to be teaching <laughs> this week, I went and got my haircut uh, the other day. Back in with the young lads. Oh, good man, Back in yeah. with the young yeah. lads in, in Old County. I was telling them about the podcast and the um, boys were cutting my hair and he, oh, drop us, give us some of that old school knowledge, Alan, what we play? I was like, fucking good job, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so Eric B and Rack him was the tune of the day. Which one? I said, plan, uh, don't sweat the technique. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a good one and they're like oh yeah yeah and yeah. I was telling them oh, give us a shout out there on the, on, the, on the last podcast so I said I'll give Colin and George then from Old County a shout a shout on this one lads give so us a retweet better fucking listen to it because I'm going to be yeah. uh, I'm going to go into them and go <laughs> when I'm walking past the shop boys put the fucking podcast on <laughs> and Colin I want the fucking hairstyle worthy of the gram <laughs> up your, your fucking game man <laughs> OAP, six euro of a Thursday. There you go. <laughs> Skin fade, 20 fucking three euros, man. Yeah, prices 23 quid for a haircut. 23, yeah. yeah. Oh, All geez. the fucking prices up, man. Yeah. Fairness, you know, when you have to get the greys dyed, I suppose, yeah, it's, it's oh, not God. bad. <laughs> I go gracefully, man. I go gracefully. Uh, yeah, yeah, if that's fucking dyed, look at that. <laughs> that, that definitely is not dyed. Man, yeah. Keep your receipt, you dude. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, what's your smiles man uh, smiles oh yeah I don't know if you've seen it it's um, on Virgin Media 1 I think it is of a Sunday night at 9 it's called Big Year and Big School did you watch it no I heard it's, about it is the kids starting school or something yeah is it? kids starting uh, uh, junior mm. infants and it's based in a school in um, Drogheda in a, 
uh, educated together in that village. And it's, uh, oh, it's brilliant. Like kids just, oh, they're amazing. They're just hilarious. Mm-hmm. They're, they're witty. They're insightful. <laughs> you know, they're, they're yeah, ghastly. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> throughout the whole um, episode, you've got um, child um, psychotherapists mm-hmm. who are observing them all the time and it's just mm. amazing where you'd obviously know more about that off a Channel 4 show that's what they did that's right yeah there was, there was another the Secret Life of 4 Year Olds that's yeah for all our UK viewers and, and yeah, I used to watch US that viewers years ago. brilliant brilliant um, yeah Secret Life of yeah yeah I mean, it just mm. it was brilliant but the way they can kind of pinpoint and say you see this guy here he's a people pleaser because he does this mm. this this mm. this girl breaks the rules um, this guy <laughs> always wants to do everything right you know, this guy communicates verbally. This guy communicates non-verbally. You know mm. what I mean? And it's just, ah, the stuff to come up with is absolutely amazing. But um, mm. uh, I know the teacher, Maria, big shout out to Maria, made of mine. Oh, and uh, she's a fantastic teacher. And getting nothing but praise on social media and on Twitter and Facebook and all that. So uh, brilliant series. Anyone gets a chance nice to watch one, it, yeah. watch it. Yeah. Um, I have a client that's a teacher and she's just going on about the kids and, you know, their news. They come in with their news. Oh, yeah. And they're reminding me of uh, of, of the weekend. Uh, so I'm getting that James into a kind of nature kind of show. So I'm watching Our Planet on... Um, on Netflix, David Attenborough. Mm. It's like, oh, we put on the animals. We watch the animals. And it's like, oh, that's amazing. Did you see that? Look at this kind of thing. <laughs> but there was a piece on this bird doing a mating dance. That was fucking cool. He does his little dance and he, he cleans off the fucking, he cleans like a kind of dance floor for himself. Every leaf, every fucking twig <laughs> has this spotless spot. And then the female comes along and she's sitting up on the branch. She's looking down and he's dancing away and he's got the feathers going up like this. And James is like, oh, that's brilliant, Daddy. Rewind that bit. So we went back and we watched the bird dancing. And then, and then he goes, oh, and he jumped on that other bird's back. Yeah, of course he did. So I was like, we were watching it. And it's like, oh, you could tell, you know, you could tell your teacher your news of, you know, you're looking at the animals. Yeah, and I tell the teacher about the bird dancing and jumping on the other bird's back. I was like, yeah, tell your teacher that. Let's <laughs> say the teacher was there going, did his daddy bring him to coppers? That sounds very like fucking coppers. Lad on the dance floor. Yeah, on some bird after yeah. fucking winning her over. Hopping with on somebody's moves. back, yeah. <laughs> Giving it all of that, fucking winning it over. <laughs> 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 Uh, kids, man, they're fucking Oh, they're great. amazing. Absolutely they're amazing. Great. Fuck, oh, great crack. Jesus. And you just uh, smiles and riles. Uh, let me see. Um, it's kind of like a rile as well attached to that because there was a little bit of, um, uh, there was something in the first episode where there was a young lad who was uh, brought over from Spain, from Madrid, and had like three words of English and he was plunked oh, in the middle oh, of junior infants. Oh man, it was just heartbreaking to watch him. Poor kid. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, the parents had moved over, but uh, never really taught the child English. The child was four, four and a half or something. And it was just, it, w- it was like somebody explained autism to me before as being imagine yourself on a train in somewhere like Japan. You don't know where the train is going, you can't understand mm-hmm. the people around you, and they're shouting at you. What are you going to do? You're going to go, get away from me, get away, you know, Mm -hmm. I need to get out of here, you know. Mm -hmm. And my heart just broke for the poor guy because obviously he's in a strange country, doesn't know what's happened, doesn't know where his parents are gone. 
you know, can't speak to the teachers, can't speak to the kids around them, you know. But Fuck's And it, it was something I've heard of before in a lot of schools around the country where you have people who come over to Ireland to live um, mm. and don't speak English at home. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. send a child to school and the child is going, I don't know. So you have teachers who spend like the first two years of, um, of junior infants or high infants trying to teach the class English. And they're going, well, we can't leave these guys behind. But then you've got mm-hmm. native kids who are going, I know this. Mm-hmm. Bored. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you going to mm-hmm. do? And it's just, it frustrates me. And then I've heard of people who refuse to speak English at home, refuse to learn the language of the country they're living in. Mm. Like if I had to pack up and move in the morning, the first thing I'd say is, right, guys, we have to learn language. Uh, we have to become part of society, yeah. culture. That's what we're going to do. From now on, we're mm. going to mm. make an effort. And if you make an effort yeah. within six months, you would have a great grasp on everything. But yeah. it just fucking pissed me off. And I remember before I used to work for the, the local authority in one of my millions of jobs I've had down the years. <laughs> and the housing department was underneath uh, the, the department I worked in. And I remember seeing it one day, um, it was a foreign family in and the kid could speak English, but the family couldn't speak English. So the family were translating through the kid and Mm. the kid was like Mm. 10 and she was there holding a doll while the mother shouted at the child to shout at the person in the housing department who was trying to be nice to the child and Mm. kind of Mm. at the same time say to the child, can you tell your mammy? Maybe we can get somebody else to talk. Of course, the mother is shouting, mm-hmm. screaming. Like the innocence of this kid having to hear. You know, it was just, ah, it fucking really, really pisses me off. Like, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, people. The only thing is kid, kids at that age learn languages very quick. I mean, you, you'll, yeah. see that, you'll see that young lad, like, say, in a few episodes of the stay away. Even since the last one, yeah, yeah. Start to say, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I've, I've had clients like that, though, you know, that... Parents have been non-English speaking and they're integrated into into the community. They're in school, they've got mm. Irish friends and then they go home and parents will not speak English. Parents don't integrate into the, into the community and the child is really stuck in a, yeah. really stuck in the middle. Do they not realise that this is creating a big problem? It's stunting Absolutely. the growth of the child. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The, the kids, kids, the kids don't. are progressing but the parents aren't. The parents don't get left behind. But that's true, yeah. Yeah, they get left behind as well, and that's not mm. good. And the kids, when the parents are stuck at home mm. all day because they want to leave the fucking house, they want integrate, yeah, yeah. they want mingle with other people. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? So this week on straight talking mental health, we are straight talking self harm. Um, I was really taken aback by an open letter that was shared on Facebook last week. It was uh, it was about a mother whose daughter self harms, and she was basically at her wits end and. It was um, it was just really heartbreaking to read it. So it'd be great if we can maybe shine a light on it and explore for people mm-hmm. like me who haven't uh, a clue about it. So first question, why would anybody want to cut themselves or harm themselves? <laughs> straight in, straight in. Um, straight talking. Well, well what, what it is, you know, for, for people that don't know and, you know, and kind of touch upon a couple of things here that people wouldn't think of. Um, so self-harm or, you know, people think self-harm, they think self-mutilation, um, kind of deliberately inflict, inflicting pain or damage on your own body. Uh, so when we think of self-harm, we tend to think of cutting, burning, scratching, um, some some form of injury um, mm. to, our, to our external selves. 
But you've also got kind of internal self-harm, you know, taking large amounts of drugs, a large amount of alcohol. Mm. You know, Irish people don't want to talk about that, of the impact and the harm, because the same as smoking. Everyone knows smoking fucks you up, like. Mm-hmm. You know, you're harming yourself, you're harming your body, you're deliberately harming your body. But why so, do people why do people cut themselves? You know, why do people feel the need to take, I presume, is a mental pain and make it physical? Well, yeah, well, that, and that's one part of it. It's it's that, it's, it's trying to release that pent-up emotion that's there, whether that's anxiety, whether that's anger, mm-hmm. sadness, frustration, shame, guilt, um, whatever it may be. It's it's about it's about trying to sort of two two kind of two kind of sides. But one is of releasing that pain of you feel so much pain inside that you just try to get it out in any way you can. Mm. You kind of externalize the internal pain. You know, it's physically manifested on the outside. Um, so there's that, and then there's also the element of well, when I'm consumed with this pain here. People think when we think cutting, we generally think, yeah, you know, along the wrists and stuff like that. But there's also that piece of, well, when I'm focusing on this physical pain, I'm not focusing on this pain. It masks the mental aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and for you know, for some people, so again, no other forms of other forms of self harm would be eating disorders. You know, anorexia, bulimia. Mm. You know. The, they're, they're self-harming. You know, when you're starving yourself and, you know, people literally dying from anorexia, literally fading away to nothing. Mm. I mean, that's 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 self-harm. And I remember I had a client with an eating disorder. She had, an, she had, had anorexia when she was younger. And, you know, she had said, when I, was, when I was focusing on that physical pain of starvation, I wasn't thinking about the kind of mental anguish, the mental or the emotional okay. pain. Give her something else to worry about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Distraction, yeah. Yeah, so the, the, other, the other common one, and, uh, you know, generally generally when we think of self-harm, we think of girls. You think of, you think of young girls um, cutting their wrists, slicing, mm. slicing their arms. And, and it, 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 yes, generally there is, it does, it does tend to be younger women. Um, so there's some, some statistics from, from Ireland from, from 2018 um, that's, Kind of one in every 131 girls between 15 and 19 presented to hospital as a result of self-harm. Now, that's only the ones that went to hospital with it. Mm. The, other, the other elements to it is if you're cutting yourself here along the wrists, around mm. the forearm, chances are it's going to be seen. So very often it can be a cry for help. Okay. If, as I've seen in clients, you're cutting yourself on your hip, you're cutting your buttocks, you're cutting your inner thighs. That's not seen. That's a whole other different thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember, I remember a, a, an adolescent telling me, "I'm sure all the girls do it. Like you, you nearly have to. There's <laughs> nearly the kind of a societal expectation that you should be self-harming. Like, is it? Nearly, a, it was nearly the a fashion statement. Like nearly, nearly, a, nearly the cool thing of this is how much pain I'm in, and everyone's doing it, and. Uh, that, that's what a teenager that's what a teenager and I think she they were in fifth or sixth year had told me like oh sure everyone's ever, everyone's at it like yeah. how, how true that is I know I don't know but there was this kind of oh yeah sure everyone does it but again if you're doing it here yeah 
it's going to be seen. If you're doing it on your hips, you're doing it on your inner thighs, you're doing it on your buttocks, that, that's not going to be seen. Here's a question for you. It's something I've never thought of before, but obviously one of the things we're trying to do is break the stigma around mental health. And there is an mm. awful lot more people who will talk about their mental health. And, mm. you know, when you have celebrities coming out saying that they uh, struggle with their mental health, blah, 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 you're... As you love your favourite people in the world, influencers with mental health issues. (laughs) And um, when young girls... They can have mental mental health issues. Oh yeah, of course, of course they can, absolutely. (laughs) But when young girls see this, does it become popular? Does it become like the new smoking? Does it become the new anorexia? The new drug taking? Does it become the new fashion piece that I have to have uh, a mental health issue? And it's popular. It's popular to have anxiety. It's popular mm, to have mm. um, depression because your one on social media with 1.2 million followers has it as well. And yeah, yeah. I need to do that as well. And I, I, I've never I've never thought of it like that before. Mm, mm. What do you think? Is it something you see? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it could be. I mean, when you get, when you get young girls, I mean, I, I remember I had a, had a young, young girl before, well, young, young teenager and like, riddled with fucking self-esteem I think, I think there may have been self-harm there as well but um, all she wanted to do was be like the Kardashians why like, do they oh fuck don't it no but just just like that just an Instagram just fucking Instagram famous um, you know hating her body hating her self-image mm. you know I'm like and, I, and, I, and I'd say it to them I'd say it to the girls and I'd say it to the teenagers that I work with like how many selfies would you take before you put that one up yeah. oh I could take 30 or 40 I said, yeah. how many do you think they're taking yeah. And they've got professional makeup artists and they've got professional lighting mm. and that's probably done on a professional camera just shared on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. fucking real. Mm. It's not real. I seen a video today. Jeez, I probably should have fucking retweeted it or something, but it was... Um, uh, if I come across it again, I will. It's kind of like showing you the other side of um, of social media where you had a young lad on TikTok and he was doing this cool little dance and he had the phone down on the ground. He's mm-hmm. busting a few moves and then he picks up the phone and he's walking away. All of a sudden there's three or four lads following him, about to beat the shit out of him, about to bully him. Oh, fuck. He had oh. another guy in the hallway of his house and he was taking selfies in the mirror and he's trying to make himself look, you know, buff and you know this that oh, that's like the ad, that. Is, it? Is, that the, is that the campaign is it is that what it, I, I didn't see it as an ad I've on seen, tv I've seen but it i've seen it on social there's, media no there's um i've seen i've seen the ad a couple of times in the cinema pre-lockdown um i think it's an anti-bullying one if your one puts up a picture of her it's a young one it's all directed at teenagers young one puts up a picture of herself and a few people are going oh you look gorgeous babe oh looking fun oh look at the state of you and all of this like mm. and the young one then just you know, just drops. I think. I think it's, it sounds like that campaign for for cyberbullying. Could have uh, no, 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 no. I think this was more awareness of what happens behind the camera because I, I know there was oh, okay. there was another oh, okay. young well, one in a room actually, doing a dance or something like that on TikTok, and uh, mm-hmm. I think the parents were having a row or something like that, and she just kind of headphones in, sat in her bed, listened to music. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's look at the other side of things you know yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, must, if I come across it again I'll, I'll share it on the uh, on Twitter or Facebook or whatever but uh, mm, yeah mm. so yeah does it become a fashion statement then your your scars your your self-harm marks well as I said there's a difference between doing it on the wrists and forearm yeah where it's seen versus doing it on hips buttock thighs where it's not seen mm. and whether that's a cry for help or whether that's for attention you know, but there's something wrong. 
something yeah. not right. And what if, do if one if if this is how someone is trying to get attention? Mm. You know, there's something there's something wrong with that. And what do people suffer from in general that they they self harm? Oh, it could could be anything. I mean, as I said, look, tradi- traditionally we think traditionally we think girls. Mm. Um, and you know, young girls, fifteen to nineteen, seems to be seems to be the highest thing. But the stats, um, the stats from. Do you ever find yourself when you're on the phone, kind of doing little on hold music when you're talking to somebody? Alana, just uh, just do this. You are now on hold. I need to entertain you. You might hang up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the National Suicide Research Foundation. And one of the statistics from them is that, you know, from kind of the mid-teens, so from, there was like a 1% increase in 2015, 1% increase in 2016, 3% increase in 2017, 7% increase in 2018. You know, it's going it's going up and up. Mm. Um, and, you know, like I said, and a lot of this is when this are, these, these statistics are of people that present. So one in one in 131 presented it to the hospital mm-hmm. as a result of self-harm and then for for men the highest age is 20 to 24 mm-hmm. so one in every 184 but i would say that that is significantly higher because a lot and this one always shocks people when i say mm-hmm. it to them a lot of what people don't consider as self-harm is punching a wall yeah yeah, yeah. hitting your head off a door mm. And you know, particularly the men, particularly the men. That's that's the fucking great one for them. Put your fist through the wall, and I'd say, "Oh, you self harmed." And they're like, "What? Why else would you do it?" No, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't like. Sure, I wasn't cut myself. Mm. I said, "But you punched the wall. Did you hurt your hand?" Yeah. Who has to pay to get the wall fixed? I do. I said, "Who's the one that's felt? Who's the one that's experienced that pain?" It's it's self harm. Mm. But because when we think of self harm, we think of cutting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but true. Self harm can be punching walls. Lads aren't going to present to hospital, but what is it? But yeah. self harm. Mm. So the fact that they're just the numbers, they're only the ones that present, and I would say it is massively, massively um, higher than that. Yeah. Another another form of self harm. Remember, I had a young lad before broke his phone. He had like the latest Galaxy at the time, the S seven or S eight or whatever the fuck it was. Anger snapped the phone. Mm. No phone. I like, well, you know, you're self-harming. Huh? I was like, well, now you've got no phone. Now you can't talk to your friends. Mm-hmm. Now, now you're feeling the yeah, who suffers of your actions. Yeah. You're the one suffering. Vodafone, Samsung, they don't suffer. They're not suffering. You know, <laughs> the parents won't buy them a new phone either. You won't yeah. get a new fucking S7 or S8. <laughs> um, so, you know, it can be, it's not just, it's not just cutting. You mm. know, there's the internal, whether it's alcohol consumption, whether it's drugs, unsafe sex. You know, going out, having one night stands unprotected, getting yourself in risky situations, mm-hmm. you know, risking, you know, rape, risking sexual assault, sexual abuse. Jeez. You know, that's self-harming behavior as well. Yeah. You know, where you're putting where you're putting yourself at risk. Um, and also, I mean, again, one one people may may take uh, take umbrage with excessive uh gym gym work now how many people you know how many you know, I, I do this because i hate my body you know i'll never be happy and I, you know i have to push myself and push myself and they're in the gym for fucking 
multiple hours a day and mm. I mean what, what what is that like I hate the way I look I have to do this I have to do that that's interesting and pushing yeah. themselves and pushing themselves and pushing themselves and pushing themselves mm. yeah that's interesting I'm not saying everyone that goes to the gym yeah, yeah. Is, is like that but when you go you know, to those extreme versions yeah and put it this way um, but you do exactly. a lot of damage to yourself today after when you can't bloody walk <laughs> you know your yeah. muscles are aching yeah, yeah, you know when it's like that that's a good one <laughs> you know when it's like yeah. that but yeah. what about people who, um, like, I know people who go to the gym because it's a distraction or yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it burns their energy or whatever. I, I, I spoke I spoke about it on one of the other ones of that um, healthy, healthy mm. addictions, working long hours, going to the gym, stuff like that. Mm. You know, where it's avoidance. There's something you avoid, so you, you stay working long hours because you don't want to be yeah. at home on your own or you don't want to go home to the wife and kids or, you know, whatever maybe. Mm. You know, they're, they're, they're healthy addictions. They're, you know, and you'd hear people, oh, I'm addicted to going to the gym. Mm. Now, it's only an addiction if it's having, I'm not talking about addiction, I'm talking about self-harm. But those extremes of extreme physical, um, and look, a lot of people would say, well, that's me just pushing my body to see what I can manage. Yeah, yeah. So why do that to your body? Oh, because I can, because I want to. But there there has to be a slight correlation between um, self-harm and addiction. And self-harm and self-loathing. Mm. Is it a punishment? Do people self-harm as a punishment some, to themselves? Yeah, some, sometimes it is. Sometimes it can be that shame or guilt over something. that, that uh, And it's kind of like gamblers. A lot of gamblers, it's not about the wins. It's about the losses. Mm. You're always chasing a loss, yeah, yeah. Which reinforces you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And that in itself can be self-harming, you know, the, yeah, fucking, yeah. the repercussions, the fallout of that. Yeah. So it's not it's not necessarily about the win, but losing it, which re- re- when we spoke about the core beliefs, reinforcing that core belief of you're a fucking piece of shit, you're no good. Mm. So then when I feel that, it's like, oh, there it is. I am a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. I am fucking, I am fucking dirt. I don't deserve this. You get mm. that when you blow it all away. Yeah. Just going back to what you were saying about um, there's different types of self-harm. Mm. Um, I read uh, Brezzy's book, Noel Breslin, and mm. a lot of it is about his... Uh, he's his, Mullingar, isn't he? He's Mullingar, man, yeah, yeah from yeah. the Blizzards. He's, mm. um, yeah, a lot of the book is uh, about his difficulties with mental health, but he spoke mm. about anxiety that he suffered from. And I remember a part about it, it'll never leave me where he uh, shattered his arm on the edge of the bed, just arm straight down on mm. the edge and broke his arm. Mm. And that was him self-harming. Yeah. But he said it felt so good. It was a rush. Does self-harming actually feel good? I know, yeah, we, so, I don't know, should we actually say it, but this is... No, 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 because you're, you're absolutely so right. Have to, no, 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 but that this is the reality of it, is that, you know, it does bring a sense of relief or calm. Mm. And and people do find it useful, so it might not necessarily be about the pain, but about the kind of euphoria or the um, the buzz afterwards. You get a rush of energy. Okay. Um, so what what they found and what what studies have found is that um, people who 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 self harm to take a longer amount of time to perceive something as painful. So they've got a they've got a higher pain threshold okay right and they're also able to tolerate pain for longer then as well so while you know we we can think of it as as being painful once once that painful stimulus is removed or 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 it's reduced 
they don't they don't go back to the same state. So what can happen then is they start they start reporting more positive emotional experiences than they had before the pain was there. So it's, 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 it's a pain offset relief. Yeah. So it's, it's not the pain that makes the people feel better, but the combination of the pain onset and then the offset when the pain goes away. So basically, you know, if you have somebody that's crippled with, let's say, anxiety and mm. they have this ball of energy that's kind of built up inside them and they go mm. smack, bang or whatever, like Brazy mm. did or mm. Um, mm. to do some sort of damage, you go to A&E and you go, I've got a broken bone. Yeah, yeah. And they go, okay, there's a problem. And you go, there is a problem. It's a broken bone, but there's a problem in here as well. But now we're talking yeah, about a yeah, yeah. problem that needs to be fixed. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you kind of... Um, yeah, you, you, you turn to physical... You get sympathy and, and you get attention for a physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's, just, it's just that emotional pain manifesting as as physical pain. It's physical, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was reading an article about... Um, uh, Owen McDermott, you know the the presenter there on Two uh, FM Breakfast, and he mm. wrote uh, an article for a Lust for Life dot uh, com. It's a, it seems to be a fantastic resource for all sorts of uh, uh, aspects of of mental health. But there was an interesting bit in it here where he was talking about he moved to uh, he moved to London, and uh, he's pretty successful as a radio presenter over in, over in the UK, and mm. um, he'd. Uh, a breakup before he moved to London and was still kind of obsessing over over the girl. But he writes about self-harm and he says, uh, okay, there was a bit here where he goes, stop being so weak, scrape. Why are you acting like a wimp, slash? Why the hell were you crying earlier, you absolute clown, stab? Oh shit, that mm. fucking hurt. That could leave a scar. Hmm. Mm. Fuck it. At least my mind is distracted a bit. Is this a release? I don't know, but I'm definitely distracted. A few more for good measure, because you're a dickhead. Take that stupid mm, arm. Mm. I remember one night hopping into bed after going up myself, waking up during the night, needing a pee. Hopped out of the bed and the sheet stuck to my arm a little bit because of dried blood. So there you have somebody who's punishing himself. You're acting yeah, like yeah, a bitch. Yeah. Don't be crying. Stab. Bang. Well, he's he's treating himself how he believes he deserves to be treated. The self-loathing, the self-hatred. This is what you deserve because you did that because there's something wrong with you. Let's take him for an example. Let's say he's a mate of mine. And mm. uh, I notice marks on his arms, kind of various cuts or whatever. How do I approach it with him? What do I say to him? Um, I mean, first of all, look at look at what's going on. Um, are, you know, is there serious medical concerns? Are there fresh wounds? Is it something that needs to be treated? In in that case, deal deal with that first. Um, hold off on the shame. Um, don't. You know, what the fuck are you doing that for? What's wrong with you? Da, da, da. They already think there's something wrong with them. That's why they're doing it. Okay. So that that's not going to help, and in all likelihood, it's going to. It, they're just going to learn to hide it even more. Mm. Um. So, you know, ignoring it, pretending it doesn't help, that's not going to help. That's not going to work either. You know, see what see the person, see the pain that they're in. Don't don't just see the see the physical scars. Don't don't see that piece. But see that this is a person that's suffering. Scolding them, shaming them. That's not going to work. That's that's the place that they're probably coming from in the first place. Okay. So acknowledge the pain, acknowledge that oh, you must be suffering. 
Um, and the reason, look, there's something wrong. It's just manifesting in the self-harm. It's just manifesting in this way. It's like, it's like a child that's acting out or that's throwing a tantrum or, you know, there's something wrong. Mm. Don't, don't, don't worry about the behavior. Look at the need that's not being met underneath. So self-harm isn't a disorder. There's a disorder behind the self-harm. There's something wrong. It's the same as an mm. addiction. What, what's the reason behind yeah. the addiction? Why are you addicted? Uh, why are you why are you cutting? And and you know, very often it's it's an inability to to emotionally regulate. There were, and this this comes up in a lot of in a lot of meta studies. So a meta study is a uh, or meta research is uh, studies of studies. So they look at all the research and they look at all the studies, they look at all of that, and then mm. they look at the common theme of oh, well, this study shows this and this study shows that. So you're not doing direct research with the individual, but you're researching the research. Um, okay. And and a lot of the, the meta research shows that that poor emotional regulation uh, is a reason for uh, is a reason for the self harm. Addicts they emotionally regulate by drinking, by drugging, by walk, by gambling. You know you're you're faced with this feeling you 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 feel one way and you want to feel another way. Uh, emotion regulation is it, it's our ability to 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 manage and and respond instead of reacting to an emotional experience. Um, and there's there's healthy there's healthy emotional regulation. So talking to your friend, you know stuff like that. Going for a walk, that's that's a healthy way of emotionally regulating. Getting mm. on, Jesus, she's fucking pissing me off again. Or she's getting on to me because I didn't fucking cut the lawn or you know you're mm. getting it out yeah you know and then afterwards you feel you feel the better of it pressure valve. and a lot of therapy is yeah. allowing people to to emotionally regulate mm. um, and when we can't emotionally regulate when we can't contain that discomfort in ourselves it leaks out in some sort of way okay so the the the, the alcoholic looks to drink to help them to self to emotionally regulate mm. the person that's self-harming can't emotionally regulate that's what they they're, use. That's what they use yeah. to to deal with that pain that they're that they're feeling, mm. and and the avoidance. Oh, I don't want to feel that, so I'll feel this, or you know, I don't want to think about that, so I get pissed. They're just an attempt to uh, to emotionally regulate. Mm. Can people be addicted to self harm? Well, I mean, this is the thing about you know they're doing this to, and again, I'm speaking generally. I'm not I'm not saying everyone. Um, you know, you're doing this to to deal with anxiety or anger or sadness or shame or or guilt uh, to to deal with those emotions to deal with those feelings um and you think that that makes it go away but it doesn't it just makes it persist okay because you're not dealing with the source of the anger you're not dealing with the source of the depression you're not dealing with the source of the anxiety mm. so the behavior perseveres because the brain learns oh this works yeah this means I don't have to deal with that. So I just this this will be my coping mechanism. Mm. This will be my effort to emotionally regulate. This Can't. is this is how I I use to maintain to restore balance. Mm. So if there's somebody listening to this right now who self harms, mm. how can they stop? Stopping straight away, you know. Um, first of all, you know, try to establish why you're self harming. You know what's what's going on, what's triggering it. Um, look, if there's an underlying condition, are you depressed? Are you anxious? Um, is there a particular pattern of uh, of behaviour? Uh, is there an eating disorder? Uh, all all of this kind of stuff. 
in terms in terms of what to do about it then um a couple couple of different things a couple of different uh, techniques for dealing with it again you know these these may not work but they may help in the short term uh, but really getting to the getting to the source of the pain is what you really want for uh for long term for long term change so one of the things you can do is you can get a plastic bottle you can get some heavy cardboard and just slash at that with a standing blade or something um mm, really you know cut, cutting something else rather than cutting yourself punching um, a pillow or something or screaming into punch, a pillow punching or, a pillow yeah. punch Jeez, bag yeah. uh pillow in your face over your face screaming um uh eating a chili biting into a chili biting into a lemon Something that's going to give a kind of shock to the system. So a are scorching you, hot shower. Are you like freezing coming cold down shower. effectively? You're, you know, you're going from heroin to methadone. No, you're just and gradually you're coming off. releasing it. But it, you're just like, not it, doing it to yourself. If you're screaming into a pillow, mm. you're hurting your throat. If you're eating a chili, yeah, you're burning thing. yourself. Yeah, but that passes. It's less. It's less severe. You know, it's less likely that you're but going. That's what to I'm saying. But does that mean you're kind permanent. of coming down? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's again because it's all about trying to emotionally regulate. It's all about trying to bring a balance to the system. So if you, you know yourself, if you ever in the car and you're fucking driving along the road on your own, you got the music turned up and you're just fucking blasting out a song, you're singing along with it. You know, it feels good afterwards. All you know, the time. So, uh, you see, <laughs> I've seen I've seen memes of oh, sometimes all you need is uh is in the car on your own, music turned up loud and singing away. Mm. You know, it's it's it's, it's releasing. Yeah. No, well, what we call that would be while well, you're activating the parasympathetic nervous system because you're breathing out more, oh, okay. so it feels better. You know, yeah. that that's the kind of that would be the science kind of behind it. And I tell so you, it, for, it's about, for the likes of me a, and you, one of the best inventions was Bluetooth in your car because otherwise, <laughs> if me and you are listening to Gangstar and mm. we're rapping along <laughs> in the car on our own, it just looks like we're crazy people talking to ourselves. Now people look into the car and go, "Oh, they must be on a phone call," <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're giving it all of that. Oh yeah, but you could be having a hand gesture with somebody or beef. You know what I mean? So, you know. <laughs> word. <laughs> <laughs> Lemonade was a popular drink. And it still is. And it still is. Yeah. I get more props and stunts than Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You know, and it's like if you're Cold singing, Langston Hughes, I can't lose. You know when somebody's singing in the car, but you yeah, don't know yeah, when yeah. somebody's rapping. It could be talking. You know, <laughs> it could be giving out to that. revenue. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop with the fucking revenue, man. I know. <laughs> Leave them off. I'm not wearing a lovely wire. people. <laughs> lovely people. Um, but it's it's the important piece is that yeah. you're getting it out, but you're getting it out in a healthier way or a less a less self damaging way. Even uh, some people recommend like a, a voodoo doll that you, you cut up the doll rather than cutting up yourself. Other techniques are putting red paint on your leg, doing it with a crayon. Um, you know, it's just something to release it in a better way than what, what than does, cutting yourself or what harming yourself. Putting red paint on your leg, do it's it simulates the kind of sight of blood. Okay. So breaking old dishes, uh, throwing ice cubes against the wall, throwing eggs in the bath. 
I used Smash to it has something. to be like fucking 15 stone, man. Jesus. <laughs> dad joke. Dad humor, joke. Peter. Yeah. You're using humour, Peter. You're uncomfortable with this topic of conversation. No, no. Just, just when you mentioned Ice Cube, I thought that would yeah, be funny. Yeah, yeah. I was watching an interview yeah, with and Ice you Cube. Mentioned, and you mentioned the singing along in the car. It's uncomfortable. And it is. It's an uncomfortable topic. Of I know. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm, no, I have to say, I'm not uncomfortable with it. Um, I just don't want it to be very heavy. Yeah, well, break it up every some, so often, and then we yeah, go yeah, heavy. There's, there's then break it up, and then we can go heavy just, because it can be heavy mind. listening for people. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it is. And look, I'm you know in, you know to urge caution to people that you know you may be maybe triggered by this. There is like I've, I've seen I've seen again you know particularly young girls. Um, the lads will punch walls. I've seen lads with dislocated fingers. I've seen lads with oh look, she's looking me fucking hand, and it's it's all over the place. Jeez, yeah, I remember. I remember actually I was teaching um was teaching a workshop uh, to an addiction group before. Um and one lad described how he used to bang his head off the wall. You know, sometimes it's to feel something or to feel yeah. something different. I remember one other lad saying that he'd go out and origin and intentionally start a fight just to get the bollocks kicked out of him by a load of lads. Yeah. So what's that only self harm? True. Yeah, I never thought of it. Like that before, yeah. yeah. And these guys are addiction, so obviously, yeah. Then they just they just use their their, their substance of choice or the behaviour of choice to, mm. to to self regulate. Um, is there a link with anger? Well, yeah. Well, it depends. Yeah, I mean, if if it's anger that that can't be expressed and it gets turned inward, then. Okay. You know, it's, it's about it's getting released. Yeah. So this is it. It's 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 the punch in the pillow. It's the punch in the bag. The punch bag. Getting the baseball bat and fucking bashing, you know. You see, sure, look at those fucking yorks that are all that are becoming all the rage now. You see these the the, the smash rooms? Is that what they're called? Smash room? Yeah, you basically pay. You go into this room with old computers, TVs, lamps. You're Just to smash fucking, it up, like you're given a sledgehammer and a pair of goggles. Go mad! Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, yeah. no way! Yeah. Amazing. It's just about releasing that, releasing yeah, yeah, yeah. that frustration. Yeah. You know, this place anger, but you're basically yeah. instead of fucking taking a sledgehammer to your boss's head, you're you're taking it to something else. <laughs> I'm not condoning taking a sledgehammer to go and smash a fucking uh, an old printer or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, other things then are uh, another one I've heard is putting an elastic band on your wrist and you snap it. Oh when yeah. You, when you get when you get that feeling and you get that fucking ah, oh, you get that. Yeah. You get that temporary reprieve or holding an ice cube to your wrist, um, stuff like that. And it's and um, so, some other way rather than cutting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that uh, technique before for um, uh, the elastic band around your wrist for breathing mm. properly because adults don't breathe properly. We breathe from our our chest when we should breathe from our stomachs. Mm-hmm. You know, you always notice that, like a newborn baby. Yeah, exactly. Oh, big fat um, belly going up and down, yeah. Yeah. That's why I tell people around anxiety. Yeah. Get, get you're supposed to, you know, you, you stand straight, you put your hand on your stomach. Hand on your You belly, know yourself, yeah. you would do it yeah. in, uh, when you taught meditation and all that. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Where you, you breathe through your stomach. But um, if you forget that you're doing that, snap the elastic band. And that'll remind you to breathe from your stomach and it just... Yeah, negative reinforcement. Becomes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's electric Amazing. shock. <laughs> yeah. You know, you give someone the electric shock. Jesus. Every time to do something, it's, it's, and that's the, that's the kind of um, that's the thought, you know, these bark collars for dogs and stuff like that. Yeah, when the dog barks, he gets an electric shock, so he learns. Oh, better not fucking bark. So, so some of the signs you'd be looking out for then with with the self harm. So like that, the cutting, uh, the bruises, constant accidents. 
you know, um, I mean, the likes of Bresley, they're breaking his arms. Like, oh, do you get a lot of breaks there or um, pulling out their hair, um, hearing them, you know, talking very negatively about themselves, that self-loathing or, you know, talking about punishing themselves, withdrawing, changing their changing their diet, you know, you notice that they're not eating, um, stuff like that. Clothes, wearing long t-shirts, long clothes, lots of clothes in in hot weather. You know, they're trying to cover up the mm. trying to cover up the marks. Um you know, I I'd probably say it's probably worse if they're really trying to hide it. If you're seeing it, be thankful. They want to tell you but they just can't yeah, tell you. But if yeah. if they're not that that that's probably a more a more serious. yeah but then yeah, there's yeah. the shame there's the shame that comes along with it then as well mm. that you know they they probably hate themselves already which is probably why they're doing it and now they hate themselves because they've done it and that mm. becomes self perpetuating okay and they don't want to tell anyone because they feel ashamed they feel shit about themselves yeah um, so again it's the pattern the pattern cycle yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. cool right let's leave it there that was straight talking self-harm so hopefully you can take something from that educate yourself um i certainly have been educated thank you very much mr alan clark you're very welcome aka our resident psychotherapist uh aka our master of science master of science that was the first episode you gave me that one wasn't it that's right yeah my uh yeah i might do it again yeah plug it in there pop it in there master Master of science. science Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway if you like what you heard give us a rating subscribe leave a comment you can follow us on um, uh, Podbean you can follow us on Spotify as well we've got a few followers on Spotify Everybody. don't we yeah nice yeah, one. Few. you can follow us on uh, Facebook and Twitter as well and uh, of course if you want to get in touch you can email us straighttalkingpod at gmail.com big shout out to uh, all our listeners all across the world let me give you some countries who are tuned into us Ireland the UK the United States Australia Canada Netherlands a lot of listeners in Netherlands Colombia a lot of listeners in Colombia. That's amazing. Germany, New Zealand, Peru, Luxembourg, Tunisia, United Arab Emirates. That's all your talk, dude. That's all your talk. Yeah, talk about Dubai. Yeah. Uh, Cyprus, France, Portugal, Romania, Singapore, South Africa, Mexico, Japan, Denmark, India, Italy, Nigeria, the Philippines, Poland, Sweden, Vietnam, Croatia, Norway, Malaysia, Malta, Iran, Chile, uh, Greece, Spain, Estonia, Czech Republic, Brazil, Saudi Arabia, that's amazing, and that's only Crazy, in the last. Like, that's only in the last month. Yeah, that's incredible. I, I, I can't wrap my head around what what people in other countries must must think of us. Like just these two <laughs> fucking cranky outlets from Ireland. Like yeah, well, there's probably a simple explanation that there's another cranky lad from Ireland listening in Saudi Arabia. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'd like to know if, if there is if there is uh, people. Yeah, do get know, in touch. In those, we'll let us know. Yeah, let us know Absolutely, what you think. If, yeah. if this carries through, actually, I spoke to a friend of mine. Uh, I actually finally got to speak to my friend Natasha. It's only taken us about a year, uh, and she listened to the podcast. And she's like, "Oh, I love us. It feels like I'm here wigging in on you." Ah, oh, brilliant! You know, just yeah. just listen to you having a chat, and it's great. It feels it like I'm a part of it, and yeah, yeah, simple. Um, look, get us on Twitter at SCRA Talking Pod. We're on Facebook, as I said. We're on Instagram as well. You can follow the hashtag STMH. You want to tell somebody? Thank you. And you want to do it on Twitter, social media, Facebook, whatever, Instagram. Hashtag tell them thanks. Just tell them thanks for thanks for being you. Thanks for doing what you do. And you make a big difference in uh, in my life. So 
pass on pass on the happiness and uh, want to give a big shout out to Fiona Bryan as well who's done the podcast music on the little top and the tail a brilliant producer brilliant beat maker you get him on Facebook at FOB Beats on Facebook and uh, he's got more beats than Diego Maradona's heart rate <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Diego Maradona just popped into my head and believe me, yeah, yeah. that's a lot of beats, man. That's a lot yeah, of beats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wonder how many more fucking beats he's got. But they're well, the fuckers are the fuckers that what live forever. Look in at Argentina. Fucking, yeah, yeah. Look at fucking your man out of, out of stones, like, you know. Mm. <laughs> remember seeing a, a Keith Richards. Remember seeing a good, you know, we have to worry about what sort of a, what sort of a planet we're leaving behind for Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, oh, they're, yeah I've seen a great MTV one there uh, recently. It's like, yeah, oh, MTV turns 30 this year. Thank you for 17 years of music. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you when society fell, man. I fucking put it down to society changing when MTV started showing the real world. Oh, stuff. That's what I put, yeah. I, that's what yeah. I put it down what to, man. I think, yeah, I think there was yeah, a cultural yeah. shift there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now you have it. Come here, speaking of your points of view and everything, mm-hmm. the last word with you. Give us a message of inspiration, alternative inspiration, Mr. Clark. Find a reason why you're cutting. If you can't do that on your own, find someone that can help you with that. Dream walk, 